When you drive with Uber, what moves you moves us. That's why we help drivers keep moving with support in app, in a local green light hub, or by phone 24 7 to help them do what matters most to them in life. What moves me? It's my daughter. She loves boxing. So I want to help her to do everything she needs to be great. Uber. What moves you moves us. Get started with support when you sign up to drive with us at uber.com slash drive. Experiences driving with Uber may vary. From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. This is Stan Wangland, one of your co-hosts from the People Under the Stairs. Uh, I know you guys know if you're following this show every week, I can't get spooky enough. And tonight, I cannot get spooky at all because uh, PJ, that's Paul James Caden, my wonderful and illustrious co-host and I, have been having massive technical difficulties because he won't freaking listen to me. <laughs> that's it, folks we're like dean martin and jerry lewis the millennials don't even know who the hell that is <laughs> it's over the partnership is over <laughs> he's eating club crackers over there and i'm eating a piece of licorice because we've been struggling with this thing for about 20 minutes and our blood sugar has dropped <laughs> anyway <laughs> you've sadly turned into or turned on to, or tuned into, the people under the steers. And my good buddy, Paul James Caden, is here with me on today's show, which is all about American 
Doomsday Preppers Part Two. If Part One didn't didn't get you, that didn't hook you. If that didn't make you start to buy weapons and start to store food and dig a big pit someplace in the woods, this one will. Paul's out there right now, as a matter of fact. That's why his our, our technical difficulties happen. He's building a, a tunnel that he can hide in to be a prepper. Let me see if I can get him. Paul, Paul, are you there? Yeah, I failed with the tunnel because my blood sugar dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's blood sugar dropped, man. The zombies are going to get him. How the, how the heck are you doing today, Paul? How's everything? It's going good. Very beautiful, I think. <laughs> Come on, tell the truth. Tell the truth now. You were out there looking at gravestones yesterday. Made your poor wife ride around for an hour and a half. Gave her a backache. Because you were looking for all things paranormal. And then I walked my dog, Bernie, near the uh, near the graveyard. I live across from a graveyard that he's been there for three years. Nothing ever bothered him. And he's been scared shitless the past two days. So I think maybe it's the, the end of my life for some kind of an evil spirit chasing me. What kind of week is this going to be, Paul? You know, it's a positive sign. It's getting near fall. It's getting near Halloween. So all the spooks are coming out of the grave. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know if I wasn't doing the show, I would have thought nothing about it. But now I'm convinced that there's some kind of evil spirit after me or some such thing. But uh, all that aside, uh, how did you like the show last week, Paul, on Doomsday Preppers? Uh, you know, being serious for a second here. You know, I always take us in a bad direction. The producer's going to be me. <laughs> He's going to be furious with me. He's yeah, I thought it was. Go ahead, Paul. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was good. And hopefully we can uh, do justice for part two. Well, I, I think we can. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, you know, I, I've been doing a lot more research on this stuff, on this doomsday prepper stuff, and it's really serious stuff. You know, it's some really serious stuff. You know, we talked about some of the premises before, uh, you know, with different things. And, you know, we did the religious ones and some of the other ones, the political things, so on and so forth. But one of the things that I found out with this uh, doomsday pressers thing, a uh, preppers thing, uh, you know, because these guys are like, and men and women are really, really serious about uh, this thing. They think that this is what they call uh, what's coming up right now is the sixth extinction. Do you know what the sixth extinction is, Paul? Isn't that? Uh, I mean, there was the dinosaur. There were there were various things that uh, wiped out civilization, or damn near wiped out the. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, the, and they're waiting for the next one to come along. It's going to be the uh, the extinction of the humans, whether it's asteroid pandemic uh, or what have you. Pretty darn close. That's pretty close, Paul. That's a, that's a good one right off the top of your head. They believe that the, uh, the, the preppers uh, and, and, you know, scientists in general, when they look at the different extinctions over geological time, in case you guys hear anything, that's Paul opening up packs of crackers. He's eating club crackers. I can hear him doing it right now. But uh, these, these other extinctions that they had, you're right, were the ice ages, you know, volcanic activity, asteroids, uh, carbon dioxide changes, things like that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that were these big life, you know, almost life extinguishing um, 
events and everything, but they called the one that they believe in that will happen next, the Anthropocene extinction. And that means an extinction caused by man. And this is what we're seeing right now, primarily with climactic change and global warming. Uh, due to a lot of stuff that that mankind is doing, you know, we talked about you know the possibility of nuclear war, pandemics, or biological things. Uh, it could be anything, but the one that they're really uh, a lot of people are really concerned about, uh, other than those uh, ones like uh, pandemics and, like I said, wars, uh, financial collapses. Those are all caused by mankind. Also, is this increase in the Earth's temperature? And I think there's been a, about a two degree um, increase in the Earth's temperature right now. And that's why everything is melting and we're getting the massive changes that we're getting. The, the, um, the deadly number, the one that kills everybody, is if it increases by six degrees. And uh, at six degrees, the oceans actually will die. And uh, carbon dioxide, hydrogen sulfide, and methane in the atmosphere will damn near just about uh, kill everybody and everything as we know it. So, uh, you know, uh, we're just a few degrees uh, uh, away from that, which is pretty massive to have, you know, six degrees change. That's a, a huge, huge change in the Earth's temperature. So what do you think about the possibility of that happening? Do you see any signs like some preppers do that, uh, that that could possibly happen? You know, at risk of sounding like Stan Wangle, and the thing it makes me think of is the six degrees uh, of Kevin Bacon. You know, you're only separated to, from Kevin Bacon by uh, six degrees or six people that you know. So mm -hmm. we're six degrees from uh, the apocalypse. Uh, you know, it could be, and I was, I was just actually... Um, Talking about this uh, a little earlier on one of my uh, Spirit Side podcasts, that it's always amazing to me that everybody, you know, whether they be the religious sect or you know the uh, the political sect, they're they're all running around. Oh, you know, the sky is falling. We're all doomed. Extinction level event. You know, the the Lord is coming back. Uh, it's the end of days. And, and just about every one of these things, for the most part, man has caused himself. I mean, why do we, why do we have, you know, so many issues right now with the, with the sun and the rays and, and, and the, uh, the temperature heating up because our, our, our atmosphere is all screwed up. All the stuff we've pumped up in there playing games. I mean, I don't know if you knew this. But I, I read about this just about uh, two weeks ago when we did that that podcast on the weather manipulation where they're trying mm -hmm. to control weather for you know various purposes. And when we mentioned the HARP project, that they actually, when they fired up HARP and, and they sent so much energy up into the, I believe it was the ionosphere or, or some such thing, and it actually bent it out of shape so much it punched a hole in it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's irreparable, you know. So between pollution, our idiocy, trying to trying to play God, dumping things in the ocean, in the air, and then we step back and and you know cry and wonder, well, why is the planet uh, reacting so badly? You know, <laughs> if we didn't do these things in the first place, we wouldn't have probably have a quarter of the problems we're we're having right now. So 
Mm-hmm. And and as the as the old Christmas song goes, uh, it doesn't doesn't so show signs of stopping. They just keep going ahead with new technology, and you know everybody's clamoring. We got to do something by twenty 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 five, or you know a quarter of the Earth could be uninhabitable. But no, we, yet we're not doing a whole lot. So yeah, if if we don't uh, get our heads out of the sand pretty soon, something probably will happen and will take us damn close to the extinction level of event, if not complete extinction of mankind. Well, you know, that's very interesting because um, I got a lot of information. I was looking at a lot of different things about what the scenarios are, what people think. What kind of things that we talked, we touched on it, what, you know, people are doing, uh, you know, like uh, with buying missile silos and having condominiums and domes and bug out spots and everything. But I thought that the audience, it would be really interesting to know, you know, when you say there's doomsday preppers, people think, oh, yeah, there's doomsday preppers. Yeah, there's, you know, this one guy in the community, there's two people who are doing that. No and no and no. Get on YouTube. And, man, I was watching some stuff the other day about all these home militias and th- these aren't for race wars or anything else like that. This is like for the collapse of mankind. Now, to the to, there's a wonderful book that I mentioned last time, and it's called Apocalypse Any Day Now, and it's called The Deep Underground with America's Doomsday Preppers. It's by Tia Krulos. That's T E A C R U L O S, and 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 give him credit for this. Uh, it's where this guy is really interviewed. It's a book from this year, 2019. Where he's gone out, it's a brand new uh, nonfiction book, and uh, where he's gone out and uh, interviewed uh, as best he could tons of doomsday preppers, uh, a lot of their uh, the things that they are into in the United States that people are unaware of, and you know, Paul, just to, to because since this part two, I think this is a lot of information that a lot of people would like to know if they're if they're coming back to the show on doomsday preppers. Here's a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, and, and if you don't mind me taking a couple of minutes here, I'm not trying to hijack the show because there's a, a ton uh, for you to jump in on there and stuff that we've talked about before. There's 3.7 million people right now. This is just recorded people. 3.7 million people classify themselves as preppers or survivalists. Can you fucking believe that? Pardon my bad language. That's almost 4 million people classify themselves as preppers, doomsday preppers, or survivalists. That means the people who actively work on this stuff, that spend all their money on this, all their uh, you know, extra cash, because a lot of this stuff is, as you're going to see here, is very expensive. And you know, why, what the hell are they worried about? Well, some of the things that they're worried about is that you know, things like money, as we know it, like you know, just cash or you know, checks and credit cards, Money is going to be worthless to these people. So if there's some kind of a collapse, a pandemic, if the governments uh, collapse like they did in Germany, you know, you know, prior to World War II or in Greece, uh, you know, that's happened in Venezuela. I mean, people don't have any food or water. Uh, they want commodities like gold, silver or copper and things like particularly things like cigarettes and most of all, alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol will be of great value. Can you believe that? Yeah. Today, yeah, and this is what people will do. They'll turn their money into, and you see this on TV, you know, turn your money. There's going to be a global collapse. 
turn things into gold or silver, but particularly copper. Copper for the conductivity of copper and for a lot of other uses. But a lot of people still smoke. Smoking is one of those things that relaxes people in times of great stress or things like that. And alcohol is one of those things that people find that is on the top of the list. That's something that people want and they could barter with. And one of the things I was shocked at, and we talked about this before, maybe Paul, you want to jump in on this, uh, with some of the shows that you've seen or some of the things that you know. Prepper supplies are a multi-billion, not million, multi-billion dollar industry in 2019. And you can, they, people sell things like supplies of food, different kinds of water in cans, water purification things, different kinds of prepper clothing. Uh, they have uh, shelter um, kind of things, you know, things that, uh, you know, ghillie suits and hidden shelters and bug out shelters and camouflage shelters. They have uh, media stuff, books, magazines, DVDs. Preppers have events all over the friggin' world and in the country. They have bug out bases, bug out bags, alternate uh, uh, commerce like the gold and silver, and of course, weapons, all kinds of weapons, guns, pistols, knives. Crossbows, silent weapons, loud weapons, weapons for crowd control, weapons that are stealthy, weapons for hunting, weapons for killing people, all that kind of stuff. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about Gig Speed Internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Isn't that amazing, Paul? Have you seen, have you seen any of this stuff? Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of that kind of thing. It's okay. uh, like the, the, I, I watch people on YouTube and they sponsor some of these channels where you can get right. uh, meals and weapons and bug out bags and all kind of different things. And, uh, you know, they get a kickback, of course, if you if you go and buy with their, their code. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, the thing the thing I think is we said the last time it's it's not uh, particularly a world that I would want to survive in because. It, you know, for me. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people out there uh, have watched it or heard about it. Watching the the Walking Dead on AMC, the zombie apocalypse series, and one of the things they have in that show is we have our our group of survivors just trying to survive this and have a place, you know, shelter and food uh, where the zombies can't get in. And everywhere they go they run into these other people, you know, we want your guns, we want your food, we want your house, you know, long, you know, eating one another, killing one another to take other people's supplies. Mm-hmm. I think in a post-apocalyptic world with, you know, you know, you're talking about 
alcohol and cigarettes. We're gonna we're gonna have a bunch of drunk, desperate, gun wielding lunatics out there just blowing one another away to get their uh, their supplies. And Absolutely. I say, I say, no, thank you, ma'am. I'll pass. <laughs> let me let me add some interesting stuff, you know, it, because folks should realize, you know, we Paul and I don't rehearse this. I didn't throw Paul a softball or anything else like that. Uh, you know, for me, I like to if, with the subject. I, I like to research it. I like to see several sources. Um, you know, you can look at a lot of stuff on YouTube and see the actual preppers out there, the survivalists that Paul's talking about. You can also look on your um, TV or your streaming videos on um, you know your other social media or your other media platforms, particularly the religious people like uh, Jim Baker of PTL fame. He's hawking. Uh, prepper supplies, uh, you know, apocalypse supra- supplies. They uh, they um, hype this under personal you know, tragedies, flood, things like that. But they're not fooling anybody with that kind of stuff. That that's for the um, the end of the world scenarios. But Paul, your comment about not wanting to live there. There have been survivalist studies that uh, you know. I'm, I'm going to get into this. Uh, you know, after we discuss some other things here, I'm sure. But actually, the prepper workshops and some of the prepper supplies and different things like this. But the but the government, survivalists, other people have have tried to to look at scenarios that if there was one of these pandemics or collapse in the government or you know a, a collapse of all things as we know it, what would happen? And you want to hear some sobering statistics? Yes, I would. <laughs> this is shocking, and this is just what you were talking about, because I know that you don't know this, but this it feeds off of your common sense observation or feeling. There's a one in three chance. This is what professional military survivalists, uh, you know, preppers, all that kind of people who are in the know about survival in these situations. They say there's a one in three chance that you are going to die in the first 24 hours of a societal ending event. That one third of the population is gone in the first 24 hours, you know, and now this is, you know, to a society ending event, you know, like some kind of a, you know, massive explosion from Yellowstone Park or a nuclear kind of a thing. Now, here's the the last two are crazy. And I've heard these before, you know, not on these exact numbers, but this makes sense. 88 to 94 percent of people are going to die in the first 180 days of a society-ending event. Isn't that stunning? It is. 88 to 94%. So that, you know, it leaves um, somewhere on average between 6 and 12% of the population left. Okay? Now, as to your point, what your preference was, and so you said you wouldn't want to live that way, of that 88 to 94 percent of the people who are going to die in six months or 180 days and figure it out. Who's going to have six months worth of food, six months worth of water, six months mm-hmm. worth of hiding, six months worth of trying to find toilet paper. Uh, you know, everything's gone bad, whatever. I'm not being silly. Thirty nine percent, they estimate. That's almost 40 percent. Four people in 10 will commit suicide within that six months. They will die by their own hand. Oh, Sure. And that doesn't mean people are going to be blowing their brains out. That's probably people are going to be trying to break into pharmacies and taking sleeping pills or, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Finding some way to pass painlessly and saying, hey, man, this is crazy. 
this is crazy. This is this is like a nightmare. This is like um, you know uh, you know Mad Max or whatever it is. Who the hell uh, you know can live like this? Uh, and uh, those are you now those are not uh, crazy estimates. Those are estimates that that people make who you know who do forecasting on these kind of things. This is one of the reasons, by the way, when we did our show on aliens and UFOs, mm-hmm. that if there if we actually did discover aliens, it's one of the reasons the government wouldn't want to tell us, because there would be people who would literally shit their pants and go through the same kind of reaction that you had about the apocalypse and say, oh, my God, you remember that on the Twilight Zone to serve man? They're here. They're going to, you know, I've seen it on Independence Day. I, I saw this. They're going to do People would be scared to death, wouldn't they? They would. And that, that, that was a point I was going to make earlier. I, I, it kind of slipped by me, you know, watching the walking dead. And I would tell my wife, I said, you know what the sad part about this show is that if there was ever anything that happened, that the grid was down electricity, no stores, no food, no money. There's a, there's a higher percentage that, that life on earth would be just like that show minus the zombies, of course, yeah. than we realize. And the thing that I don't get too, I don't get the whole gold and silver thing. If 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 things are that bad, and I happen to have a flour, or say I got twenty loaves of bread somehow, and somebody comes and says, "Well, I'll give you these gold coins for three loaves of your bread." Well, what the hell good is that coin going to do me? I can't eat it. <laughs> so I, I don't see how people are going to trade very. Uh, rare food commodities from their storage for somebody that says, "Hey, look, I got silver. I'll buy, I'll buy some of that rice from you." you know, right. For me, I'd say hey, go shove that coin, you know, up your ass. I, I can't eat that right. coin. I'm keeping right. my rice. You know? right. That's so, why. The, that's why the cigarettes, the rice, the water, the booze, uh, things that are going to be. Well, I, I have some stuff here in a second. Things that are going to be uh, really. In demand are people who can do medical or dental things. People who know, I mean, what's going to happen when you get a toothache? What's going to happen when your appendix goes? What's going to happen when you pass a kidney stone? What's going to happen if a person has a heart attack? They're going to die. They're going to be very sick. They're going to be in a lot of pain or whatever. So uh, a lot of these things, um, uh, you know, take on new value. And the foodstuffs that we're talking about, in six months, most of that stuff will be gone. It's not going to be produced anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It'll be gone. Or it'll be bad. Or it'll be contaminated or some other thing. That's why people stockpile. When we were talking about people buying these condos and missile silos, they're looking for five years, six years worth of stuff so that maybe something will get back on the grid. People can start growing stuff. And when we did our show on the rich uh, people looking to go in outer space, can people see why now that's not a crazy conspiracy theory? Why uh, people want to, you know, Elon Musk and Sir Richard Brandon and everything want to have control of the SpaceX thing and the shuttles and everything else like that. Hey, when 94% of the people on Earth are projected to die in the first 180 days. Right? Yeah. Where do they want to go? They want to go to some place where nobody else can get to. They can come back to the planet when uh, they're in shape to rule it again. I'm really not kidding you with that. That's, That's a real... That's a very gloomy uh, scenario, but that's not unlike uh, the Dark Ages when the bubonic plague was around. You know, the lords locked themselves in their castles. 
And the okay. serfs dropped the food off outside. They, you know, they did what they could do for themselves. And, the, you know, the lord of the manor, he took what he had to take. Uh, and he, you know, he, he or she, you know, tried to, to, to do what they had to do to survive. You know, this prepper industry, there's a big question whether it thrives off of pure fear or um, other preppers would say, hey, look, man, you know, you got to be positive in life. You got to still stay optimistic and everything, but it's about being prepared. We're not preying off fear. We're just keeping people informed. But the prepper industry fluctuates depending upon who's in office. Politically, I found out that Obama spurred uh, conservative preppers. People who thought that, you know, his policies were going to lead to war or some type of collapse and the people on the more conservative ultra right side. And Trump has been spurring, believe it or not, liberal preppers, preppers that they, this guy's going to make some kind of disastrous mistake. There's going to be a nuclear war and I better be prepared. You know, I, I've heard people on, uh, you know, legitimate shows, the former head of NATO of the military people will say, oh, my God. Our national defense, our military, we're missing a secretary of this department and this department and 20 others. We're ripe for a terrible accident. So when preppers hear that and it's legitimate stuff, they say, whoop, this is, you know, somebody could start firing off nuclear missiles, right? And you know what? You know, what's funny when we talk about these uh, statistics uh, and the things that will be rare. I actually know a person that lives out in the Midwest. He's mm-hmm. uh, a young person, you know, probably early mid thirties, and uh, he, you know he's one of the he's one of these people who suspects that something eventually is going to happen, but mm-hmm. he's not a prepper. He 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 doesn't have a bunker. He doesn't have a bunch of food saved up. He doesn't have a lot of money, you know, to do that sort of thing. But he has a plan. Now check check this out, folks. He has a plan. Him. And uh, six or seven other guys that if something goes down, the uh, the shit hits the fan incident, as they call it. The mm-hmm. minute they hear word that something is about to happen, one or two of them goes to the liquor store. The other two, the others go to the sporting goods store. Others, the grocery store. They get the booze, the cigarettes, the food. They just break in and, and they take what they need and they all meet back. At a designated spot with all the uh, the booty. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say, how many other people in the world, or the country, or your town or city, have that same plan? So now you're talking about the riots and the looting and people just trampling over one another to get what they can get. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's going to be. Uh, a serious mess and i don't think that's a good plan oh here it comes Let, let's run down to the uh, uh the aldi or the waste mart break in and, and and take everything we can get because there's going to be a hundred other people or more with the same plan breaking in going in killing one another on the spot to get that loaf of bread or get that package of rice. i'm not going to aldi's man if i'm breaking in i'm going to the best store in town wegman's i'm not getting Clancy's uh, potato chips. I'm going to get wise potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the good ones, man. I'm going to be the sophisticated prepper. You know, you're really right with that, Paul. And that's one of the things that the prepper industry is all about is those products again. And, you know, 
prepper um, prepper websites, prepper magazines, prepper DVDs, uh, or any kind of um, uh, a lot of the materials that they have, they use a lot of sensational words to appeal to other preppers. And you say, can you imagine if people do that? That's why you have 3.7 millions of million of them. The words that they use are things like chaos, attacks, brutal, fighting, social collapse, civil unrest, violence, kidnapping, shooter, and psychological warfare. People have studied this stuff with preppers. If you'll notice the articles and stuff, if you look at the YouTube things, I bet you it has one of those words in there. It appeals to that part of your brain that's going to go out there and see a sense of emergency and go get this stuff. You know, by hook or by crook. Now, if you're going to get it legally, can you think of some of the products that uh, they have for people, Paul? Some some of the popular product. Well, the most the most popular that I've seen are the the packaged meals. That uh, I know there's one site. You know, it's uh, two weeks worth of meals for forty four dollars. Right. A month for seventy seven. Six months for you know a thousand. So those seem to be the ones that people really, really push are the packaged meals and also the uh, the gold and silver coins. Here's where you can, you know, invest and cash in, you know, when uh, when society collapses and all that sort of thing. So th- those seem to be the two that, that I see over and over and over again. It's it's the packaged meals and uh, it's the uh, the gold and the silver. And follow on, following up behind that are water filters. Um, Things you can filter your water through, and of course, your your weapons and uh, things of that nature. Yeah, it's uh, it's really amazing. And the most uh, you know the M, the meals, the most popular ones that they have, or the most popular prepper meal. In case people don't know what it is, it's beef stew. <laughs> but the products that the, the products that they have, and Paul mentioned some of them, are here's what preppers are buying when they, when they really buy things. And if you want to be a prepper, here's some things you might want to think about. It's just a short list. There's a million things you can can get with things that real preppers think that you're going to need. Seeds. You want to buy seeds so that when things come down, you can you know, the kind of seeds that are sustainable and things that are easy to grow and that uh, you know provide protein or lots of carbs. But in the interim. A lot of freeze-dried foods, and if you notice what I said, freeze-dried things. And why they why is freeze-dried important? Because number one, you don't have the weight of the water. Number two, you can freeze-dry just about anything. Freeze-dried stuff is not subject to going bad. Um, you know, you can have tremendous stores of that, and uh, all you need is water to uh, to work on that. And you can even eat freeze-dried foods without water. Believe it or not, it's, it doesn't taste so good, but there are some forms that you can survive on some of this freeze-dried stuff without water, uh, you know, for a while. But what would you have? Water, water filtration units, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, cans of water, uh, days for a long period of times. Other things that preppers are big on, and I got a list of the things that are the most popular that they sell, multi-tools, you know? And they have a, a thing called uh, an adventure mate. That's a multi-tool that uh, that's like super uh, popular for preppers. Uh, that has you know many many tools in one that you can use. Gas masks. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. 
and it's attacking your peace of mind. <sighs> it's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And here's another one. Radiation detectors. Survival <laughs> stoves. Yeah, yeah, what's the radiation, man? Can we eat this can of food or not? Survival stones, these little, or, and teaching yourself how to make little rocket stoves and things like that, they call them, like out of a can or whatever, so you can burn just a few twigs and you're not detectable or anything else like that. Uh, gadget kinds of weapons like crossbows, mini crossbows, stealthy weapons, different kinds of furniture that you can put in your bug out places that are, um, that stand up to a lot of wear and have secret compartments, things that they call arc stones. That, uh, you know, that you, know, you buy these pellets that uh, you can have an arc stove uh, in extremely cold weather and the pellets, the pellets don't uh, give off like carbon you know, monoxide and kill you. Those kind of things. So you can be, uh, you know, you can have um, heat and things like that. And if I'm not stealing the show here, Paul, I've checked out a lot of stuff. Another big thing. That serve that another big services that they have in the prepper industry is medical training to people. And you mm-hmm. can the uh, a film called a book called The Ultimate Survival Medical Guide. And it's by Joe Alton, MD, and his wife Amy. And it, he's actually known as Nurse Bone, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy. And they also sell what they call the ultimate medical family survival bag. And this is something for people like you and I. It's seven hundred and forty-nine bucks. Of course, <laughs> yeah. But you know, and his book, "The Ultimate Survival Medical Guide," is a is a survival medical guide for people who aren't doctors. And here's one, like I said, I, I forgot I had this in here: a survival deluxe dental kit for one hundred and ninety-nine bucks. <laughs> what happens if you get an impacted wisdom tooth? You know. And I do know, for those of you who are out there, when you look at things, uh, you'll see people say, can I take my dog's antibiotics? Have you ever seen anybody ask that? You know, is, is this the same as a human's? So I was just going to mention that. And, and the doctor will say, no, 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 you can't. But I think everybody knows it's the same antibiotic. Amoxicillin for you is the same amoxicillin that they give. Um, it, you know, it may not be in the same conditions that they, they make it. But, uh, you know, fish. Uh, are great when they get certain diseases. They take 250 milligrams. You put in the fish tank of amoxicillin. That's the same thing you get from the dentist. And I'm not, don't listen to the show. I'm not a medical doctor, but trust me on that one. Uh, Your your vet may tell you something different. Of course, they'll say it's an animal grade antibiotic, but just think if they're giving 
your animal 250 milligrams of Keflex, why would they be giving them a poisoned version? Yeah, there's so, there's a lot of preppers out there, and, and again, some that I'm very familiar with that are popular on YouTube, and they they tell their uh, viewers straight up, you know, go to the the animal medicine uh, sites where the the medicine is cheap, cheaper than getting it through the vet. Get the mm -hmm. antibiotics, you know, get get all these things because it's the same thing. You know, you'll have it for an emergency when the the crap hits the fan. So they mm -hmm. come right out. Go to I think it's like Pet MD or something. Go yeah. there, get your, you know. Well, and, and, and Pet MD is wised up to that because they make sure that you have a veterinarian script for a lot of it. But you can go to places like the tractor store or Agways and things like you know, or places like that where they have animal antibiotics for like horses and cows and things like that, and chickens and aviary things. And if you're careful and you look, at the, if you uh, go look at the uh, names of the brands other things and look at the active ingredients, you'll see that a lot of them are very similar to a lot of the standard antibiotics uh, that we would take. And that's what people are basically interested in. They're usually basically interested in antibiotic, you know, uh, not so much pain relief or things like that, but, uh, you know, for infections and stuff like that. And uh, again, that, that's one mechanism. So uh, for those people who are watching the show, man, uh, I'm going to repeat that guy's name. His name is Joe Alton, A-L-T-O-N. He's an MD, the ultimate survival medical guide. Maybe you're interested in prepping. Maybe you want the ultimate medical family survival bag or the deluxe dental kit. I haven't spoken to this guy. I'm, I'm not doing him a service. He's a, a doctor. They do this training for people who come to their workshops and things like that. And they have these like, um, you know, other preppers go to these like uh, apocalyptic gatherings you know for social things and have some fun uh like they pretend it's like the end of the world and do their you know fun type of prepping kind of thing and a social thing and you know share products and ideas and training things uh along those lines so it's quite uh it's quite a community with things uh you know and it can go all the way from the scary to just you know being prepared so what do you think paul do you think you're going to become a prepper are you a prepper or what no, I don't think I would because for starters, just uh, again, the price is, uh, you know, you got to make a lot of money and spend a lot of money to, you know, be properly, uh, properly prepared. So I, I guess the motto should be don't don't eat now. Uh, don't pay your bills now. Uh, spend it all on the apocalypse. So, you know, when the shit hits the fan, right. then, then you'll be the rich one. You know, you'll have everything you need. Right. But, uh, no, it's it's. It is when you asked earlier, is this the, like fear, you know, this market does a play on fears. I, I think it does play on a lot of fears and I think it plays on a lot of ignorance, just like sadly, uh, a lot of religion, you know, it's, it, it's going to happen any day now, make sure you're well supplied. And, you know, we don't know something could happen tomorrow for all we know, mm -hmm. but, you know, I just, I just find it very insincere. You know, when you have an industry like that and, and you just play on it, you know, constantly, you need this. And people are spending hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get these products. You know, if, if you really cared, if, if I had the magic pill or the, the magic food or knew of the magic weed that somebody could go out and live on in nature, I wouldn't charge anything for people to have it i just tell them or if i could if i could 
manufacture something that would help people survive in a bad situation. I mean, what am I going to charge? 10, 20, $30 for, you know, whatever, you know, why price gouge the hell out of people? It's, it's a money making thing. It's, it reminds me of the fundamentalist religion, you know, give, give your best when the offering plate comes along and then God will give, you know, his best back to you financially. You know, it's, to me, it's like a racket and, and that kind of thing really, really irks me when I see people doing it because you're just getting, you're just getting rich off of people's fear. And think of it, think of this, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a prepper out there, why do the people selling you this stuff need so much of your money? If they're preppers, if they're waiting for the end, the end is going to come any day. Be ready, be ready. Why do they need all your money now? Think about that one. <laughs> it's a good question. That reminds that's like the uh that's like uh, I think I said that last time. It's like the uh Star Trek one where the uh Spock's brothers searching for Shaka Ri and they find God and God wants to use the spaceship and Captain Kirk says, Excuse me, excuse me, why does God need a spaceship? <laughs> it was uh it was kind of nice. Well, if you're a millennial and you're listening to the show and you don't get that with the original Star Trek and you like the other Star Trek commanders and captains, fooey on you. You can't have any of my prepper food. You're just going to fall by the wayside. I want your gold and silver. Hmm. <laughs> well, Paul, I think we've beaten this one to death, uh, but there's really a lot more on it. But uh, I, I think probably the fans have had enough on it hopefully and want to you know i hope we've spurred you to check this uh, really interesting subject out like a lot of the other things um you, you know uh if you're listening to people under the stairs we hope to scare the bejesus out of you when you go to sleep at night not only will you be waiting for shadow people the skinny man or the hat man and, and spaceships to come down and, and destroy earth but you know you'll be waiting for the anthropocene period where we bring an end to the planet and you're one of the 94% that have to take your own life. How's that for a happy week? <laughs> Is that spooky enough, producer? Is that depressing enough for you? Nah, none of that's going to happen, most likely. But uh, all that aside, Paul, what are you up to uh, as we close out the show? Anything you want to plug? Any of your shows? Anything that you're doing? Anything that you're contemplating on doing? What's going on? Yeah, I'm waiting to get this show over with so I can go eat dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no as usual, uh, you can you can check out the spirit side uh, on all the major um, podcasting platforms. It will be returning uh, this coming week. I sent three shows to the producer, so we're back on track with that. And you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, not everywhere, or you can... <laughs> You can email me at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com for those who may care to contact me for some. Maybe I know where there's some good prepper food for cheap. <laughs> there you go. And I'm going to let Paul go for dinner, but I've got a couple of things to hawk here for you. If you know, you can catch me, uh, Stan Wanglin, on my show, Just Thinking. Uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, that's a show that I put out at least four or five times a week. And uh, we've also got that component of your daily awakenings has been very well received. So again, thank you very much. If you'd like to get me on Twitter, it's uh, um, uh, at S Wangland. 
and I'm on Facebook as Stan Wangland. And you, if you want to send a comment to me directly, it's uh, just send it to S Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And if you listen to my show, uh, probably within, I would say the next week, uh, I will be opening a Patreon uh, 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 system for just thinking because uh, it's it's really expanded, and I want to take it to uh, the next levels. And uh, you'll you'll still get all the um, get all the free shows that you've been getting all along. You know, your four or five shows a week, that's no problem. The uh, Patreon program has two different tiers, uh, you know, and uh, they give you access to lots of extra things at the at the very lowest tier, which is just a few dollars a, a month, just a couple of pennies, really a month. Uh, what you'll get is uh, at least 12, uh, 12 new shows a month, between 10 and 12 new shows, and they'll all be in a video format and other kinds of special things. And, and then there's another special tier where you can, um, you'll be able to kind of meet with me one-on-one and do some things uh, if you'd like. And uh, that's very interesting. Uh, the, the, the Patreon site is all set up. It's just a question of releasing it. So uh, that's a done deal, and it'll be uh, ready and available soon, you know. At a uh, Patreon station near you. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, you, you should support Stan on Patreon because he's blessed. And the more money you give him, the more money God's going to give back to you, plus some prepper food on top it's, of it. So and that is it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's a win win. <laughs> you know, actually, it, it, you know, that, that's a good point. Uh, and, and I know Paul is teasing, but, you know, it's a very small cost. And it's just like if you uh, support PBS, actually, even this show, um, and I don't mean even the show, shows like this, we do with these shows for free. Shows will cost us money, they cost us time. Uh, and all those things, uh, I know with Paul and myself, they still go on. That, that's free. I, we do that out of love and fun to have an audience, to have fun with you. And uh, it's very meaningful to us. The Patreon stuff uh, allows me to take uh, Just Thinking to a, a, a higher platform, a higher media platform, which costs a lot of money. And also, uh, you know, let's, uh, lets us get uh, different equipment, video equipment, other kinds of equipment to, to have better shows for you. You know, this uh, Paul and I sit here with a string uh, in, in between two paper cups, trying to record. It sometimes uh, it gets very difficult. So the, the video, the video stuff is uh, really nice. And you know, I'd like to get out in the field and do some different things. So if you'd like to support us, uh, that would be great. That would be very nice. And again, the Lord will love you if you do that, <laughs> and you'll get my prepper snacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, folks, uh, I think unless Paul has something else uh, that he'd like to say, I think we're going to sign out. And we are supposed to have a wonderful show tomorrow night. We're going to tape with Cat Ward from Paranormal Heart and a Canadian paranormal investor investigation team from, I believe, Ottawa. So, uh, you know, if they're all there, if they're not on a mission, we should be having a great show tomorrow night. And we've got some other people that we're lining up uh, from the paranormal field which will be a lot of fun for you. Did I miss anything, Paul? Yes, you forgot to, t- no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul wants to go eat a shake and bake pork chops now. I was just going to say, you forgot to tell them that if they support you on Patreon, they can go to Jim Baker's website and use the code <laughs> STANLEY, all in caps, and you'll get 50% off your, your Jim Baker <laughs> prepper supplies. Stop it. Now, Jim Baker's fans are going to be listening, and I'll be, they'll, they'll have a lawsuit on me. They'll have a lawsuit on me. 
<laughs> Anyways, folks, you have a good one. And we'll be talking to you real soon. And we'll catch you next time on The People Under the Stairs, okay? Bye-bye, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of The People Under the Stairs. If you would like to reach out to the host of this show, please feel free to email Paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. That's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at swanglin. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com that's at swangland at gmail.com and please continue to check out all the new episodes of the people under the stairs every wednesday and every sunday on the reality check podcast network when you drive with uber what moves you moves us that's why we provide drivers with the option to sign up for instant pay so you have the power to decide when and where you cash out. What moves me is my niece back home. I always try to send her something I know she'll love. That's what moves me. Uber. What moves you moves us. Get started with Instant Pay when you sign up to drive with us at uber.com drive. Experiences driving with Uber may vary. Drivers who are signed up with Instant Pay can cash out up to five times a day. Terms apply. It's cutting into your exercise time. <coughs> it's stabbing you in the back nine. <coughs> And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namaga Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.